Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. I am so happy that you're here. This is Micaela. Thanks for joining me. I'm excited, you guys, because today I have a very special guest on the podcast, and I know that her story is going to empower you and inspire you. But before I tell you who she is, girl, let me just remind you that Fearless Mujer Mentoring Mastermind is open. We start March 29th, and this is a chance for you to really dive into your unique purpose journey. Now, you don't want to wait because this is open to a handful of women because I wanted to create a safe space that's intimate so that you could get the focused attention and support that you've been looking for. Girl, I remember when I was frustrated and I would cry myself to sleep because I felt lost and confused. I had no direction and I didn't understand my purpose. And I know that you've been hearing me and you're like, do I really have a purpose? Yes, girl, of course you have a purpose. I know that you're tired of the voice that constantly replays in your mind, the voice of that person that told you you would never be anyone, you would fail, the voice that says you're not good enough, you're not smart enough. See, something happened to you as a niña that made you believe this lie. As a little girl, you believe this lie that you were not good enough. And that lie and that voice has been calling the shots in your life for too long. So, girl, it's time that you rise up. And that you start calling the shots in your life. It's time that you silence this voice. I mean, how would it feel for you to finally step into a new confidence where you could say, I'm more than enough, where you're not doubting anymore who you are or your abilities, where you're not worried anymore about what people think, where that feeling of not being good enough is gone once and for all. So this is a chance for you to really step into a journey of understanding your purpose, discovering your gifts, renewing your mind, and gaining authority of your story because your story is your story, girl. And as you'll see on today's episode, you're going to see that your story matters and it's important. So if you want to know more, if you're like, yes, I need this, I need to be part of this. If you'll allow me to guide you and mentor you, I want to invite you to come be a part of the Fearless Mujer Mentoring Mastermind. So go to fearlessmujer.com, click on Mentoring Mastermind. It'll take you to a page. Click on Apply Now. Those are just questions for me to get to know you better and better understand you. So I can't wait to hear from you, girl. And hurry, because it starts March 29th. And I want you to be there. Now, my guest today is Jazz. She's amazing, you guys. She's a mother. She's a wife. She is a faith-filled mujer. She's a podcaster. She shares a platform with a group of other women who are really empowering other women and talking about things that maybe most people don't want to talk about. So she shares the platform over at Mama's Cocktail Hour. Guys, they're on YouTube and Instagram. You got to check them out. Their link will be in the show notes. 
Jess is on Instagram at Jess Speaks Life. I'll add her info in the show notes as well. But you guys, you're going to hear her story today, how she overcame OCD, how she found empowerment and freedom to share her story when she really tapped into her faith. She really found that freedom to help other people with her story and not hide behind the shame of her struggle. So I can't wait for you guys to listen. Uh, We're going to talk about stepping out of your comfort zone. And so this is going to be a really good episode and you don't want to miss it. So also make sure that you share it with the women in your life. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Fearless Mujer. I'm really excited because today I have the honor and the privilege of hanging out with my friend Jazz. She is amazing. She's a fellow podcaster. She's a mom. She's also a woman of faith, but I'm going to let her introduce herself. So welcome to the podcast, Jazz. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Um, my name is Jasmine Luisa. I am a podcaster from Mama's Cocktail Hour, um, a woman of faith, a wife, a mother, a disaster, a work in progress. <laughs> um, that's who I am. <laughs> well, welcome. I'm so excited to have Jazz here. So Jazz was gracious enough to invite me to her platform, which is a platform she shares with other women. It's Mama's Cocktail Hour. Um, It's, you know, they're inspiring women and empowering women and talking about things that maybe maybe we don't want to talk about. But, you know, um, I, I think that's always awesome when you're willing to go there, you know to just uplift others. But uh, I I just want to, so Jazz says she's a disaster, but I had some, let's just say I had some technical difficulties this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love when you can find another woman and you can just be like, girl, I'm a, it's a mess today. So just hold on. (laughs) So thank you for that, Jazz. Thank you for just uh, your patience with me today. You're welcome. That's what it's all about. We got to be realistic. You don't even want to know half the things I had to do to get here (laughs) this morning. (laughs) It is what it is. It's cool. So, so yeah, Jazz and I just wanted to have a little conversation, um, share some virtual cafecito and talk about what it's like to step out of your comfort zone. Like when, when you feel something on your heart, something that you just it becomes so evident. Like I feel that we have all these different ideas of things that we can do or things that we would like to do. But there's that one thing that you know, you know, when it's the thing that you're supposed to pursue. And so when that happens, it's usually scary. How do we just step out of your, of our comfort zones to really enter into that season? So what are your thoughts on that, Jess? Oh, wow. That's such a, 
huge. <laughs> um, it, I think to really step out of your comfort zone, it comes in steps and waves. Um, it really depends on where you are in your life. Um, I always knew in my heart that I wanted to inspire. And I always knew, even when things were really rough for me, that my story had a purpose, like it was meant for me to share. Because I've always, it was always easy for me to talk. Um, but it wasn't until a few years ago when I really started getting my life together um, that I kept hearing that, that little voice in my heart saying like, you need to share. There's other, when I stopped being ashamed of my story, mm -hmm. let's put it that way. Yeah. When I started becoming and growing more into my faith, when I started realizing that yeah, I went through these things, but there's other women behind me who probably have gone through the same thing. I started wanting to share and it's scary. Mm -hmm. And I, and that's why I go back to saying that it happens in steps because you're afraid of what the people around you first and foremost are going to think because their opinions matter the most to you, but you have to stay true. You have to stay true to what it is that you're feeling inside and for me, it was just that little voice. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know when I was going to do it. And then what happened was, so I have obsessive compulsive disorder. And a few years ago, I finally went to go get treatment for it. And one of the things for that behavioral therapy is that to get over my OCD, which is exposure OCD, I literally had to do things to get out of my comfort zone. Wow. I had to push myself past the limit of what I feared so that I can program my brain to see that I'm not going to like, you know, blow up or anything like that. <laughs> wow. By doing that, that actually propelled me um, to get to a point now where I feel even freer to be able to say what it is that I have to say and just really be like, give my message. I know that's a long-winded answer. No, but, it's good. It's good. Um, that's why I say it comes in steps and seasons. I always knew he put that in my heart. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going through things I wanted to share. I just wasn't ready. And it wasn't until I started taking care of myself and feeling better about myself. And one of those things was getting my mental health in order that I was able to start saying, okay, now I'm ready. How do I do it? How do I push myself out of my comfort zone? And once I started doing that, it's like I was getting myself out of this box. Wow. Yeah, I love so. that. I I think I want to touch on two things. Like sure. first, I I hope that listeners can understand why we we clicked. Like I feel like I feel maybe it's just me, but I feel like like we just clicked, no, you know. And um, because you said something that resonates with me is that you wanted to use your story for for like a bigger impact, right? And oftentimes. We, we've we've talked about this you and I like on the side uh we hide behind the shame we mm -hmm. hide behind what happened to us maybe it wasn't even beyond our control and not to not to trigger anyone because I've I'm a survivor my daughter's a survivor but especially when you have been sexually abused that is something that will cover you in deep shame for years mm -hmm. until you don't learn to to say it wasn't my fault 
And I don't know why I, I said that because, um, you know, that wasn't part of what we were going to talk about. Uh, but I just maybe someone needs to hear that, that we have to no longer allow that to be like this label or like this blanket of shame that wraps around us. So whatever, whatever has happened to us that we couldn't control, a lot of us have trauma from childhood, right? Oh, a lot of trauma. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And so we have to learn to, to, um, how do I say it? We have to learn to kind of be our own hero and take the trauma and, and use it as like a tool. Right. Yeah. Because something that happens with with women, I think I, I can't speak for a man because I'm not a man. But something that happens with women is that when you hear you, one of your sisters, one of your girls has been through what you've been through, you may not even know each other. But when you hear girl, that's my story. We're friends now. <laughs> you know, yep. when you find that person like that, that woman like that, that's the person that I believe you should take the opportunity to step out of your comfort zone and get to know. But the second thing I wanted to touch on was you were talking about programming your mind. The brain is so powerful. The brain believes whatever you tell it. Like you you may be living your present life, but if you're constantly living in the past and replaying all the things that happened to you, your brain still thinks that it's happening to you. And that's why you feel it. And that's why you cry. Sometimes you have to go there, though, right, to heal. You you yeah. can't distract yourself from what has happened. But when you learn to, you know, program your mind or renew your mind and just really begin to tell your brain this is what we're doing. I'm the boss and this is what we're doing. (laughs) Your brain's going to follow you. So I wanted to touch on that because I think it's so important. We see women and we see them on Instagram and we see them on Facebook or we hear them on a podcast. We don't even know sometimes what, what they've been through. We don't know their story, right? Until they're brave enough to say, this is my story. So I love, I love, love so much the answer that you gave uh, because it just shows how authentic, how transparent you are, but also that mm-hmm. girl, we all come from stuff that like you wouldn't even know that we're going through that. So and that's one of the reasons that I love platforms like this because again, like you said, there's something about opening up and finding that instant connection. Um, like you said, like I may have said something and you connected with me and now there's a level of trust a level of comfortableness that may have not existed if we had not even gone we were brave enough to have that conversation um there's a lot of women who grew up like we did we we push things under the rug and if it's not perfect and you know you you stray a little bit of what they thought you should be doing you are shamed yeah um I grew up with an alcoholic father. Um, he had he did drugs and alcohol. My mom had me at 15. She tried to hold it together. I already lived with shame because I was a parent, a child of an alcoholic. Add that on top of that, I had mental health issues. And no one around me knew how to handle that because no one around me wanted to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt broken. I felt like there was something wrong with me. I felt like I wasn't normal. And I was very, very full of, sh- I was extremely embarrassed by it. Um, I felt like I was less than, and I felt alone. 
And one of the things that pushes me now to be so open is because I remember how alone I felt wow. when I was going through what I was going through. I, of course, I had, you know, I had a best friend and she was there for me, but it was the, in the sense that she couldn't really understand what I was going through. And I was afraid really to tell her too much because if I told her exactly how I was feeling, I was afraid she was going to look at me too. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was something wrong with me. And so I, I always think back to that and think how many women right now are feeling the same way Yeah, and feel like they can't, they're the only ones going through it or feel like they can't talk to anyone around them. I, I want to let them know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not, you know, abnormal. Yeah. There's nothing to be ashamed about. He doesn't make mistakes. And I, he, he makes you a certain type of way for a reason, because he knows at the end of the day, you can, you're going to be able to handle what it is that he gives you. And there's a purpose for everything. And I feel like I just want you to know those women to know that it's going to be hard, but you're going to be okay. It's going to be hard, but you're going to get through. Yeah. It's going to be hard, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to be still a wonderful adventure. And an even meaning, more meaningful adventure because when you go through the things that we go through and you go through our journey of like, you said, don't, once, one thing you said right now was you said, don't try to deflect from it. Like, don't try to ignore it. Yeah. It's important that we sit in it. Not for too long, right? But enough to process it, to get it out so that once we process it, we can move on from it. Yeah. I, I could keep talking forever, girl, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know, I love, I really love conversations when like, okay, yeah, we're going to touch on this, but then. It's almost like, you know, no, we, we gotta, we gotta focus on this, but you know, you were talking about like depression and and not feeling normal. I struggled with depression too, ever since I was little. And it's so crazy because when I first started podcasting, you know, the other podcast that I had, Mm -hmm. why I'm, I did my first episode on depression. And I think because quarantine had just started I really was thinking about like, just like you, those women, like, oh my God, how are they going to feel? And it's so crazy, right? Because like for a podcaster, that's probably really too deep to like make a first episode on. But I, I always felt like I wasn't normal. And I used to cry and tell my husband, like, I don't feel normal. And I don't. And so one one of the things, though, is that during my darkest time of depression, I just kept running to God. I kept running to God. And I remember telling God, like, if if this depression, because, you know, for those who read the Bible and, and understand it a little bit, you know, King David was uh, he, he if when he wrote uh, the Psalms, which were songs, he he was depressed. And there's, you'll see Psalms where he says, why is my soul so downcast, right? Why? Like, and you, you feel it, especially when you're in that season yourself of discouragement or, or being depressed. And I just remember just running to God and telling God, God, if, if this depression is what's going to keep me close to you, I'll take it. Right. Because when we feel good and when we're on top of the world, we're on a high, 
we're like, God, who? Like, I'm being real, right? And so I remember like the church I was going to, I was like, I'm depressed. And they're like, you got to pray harder. You got to get in your word. What kind of music are you listening to? Nobody who's depressed wants to hear that. Sometimes they just want you to know that they're not okay and you see them, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I just remember finally telling God, like, because when I would go to therapy, right away, they wanted to give me antidepressants. And so I'm not saying anything against antidepressants, but for me, it was more of like, because I'm a why person. I need to know why I am like this. Don't give me a bandaid. I need to know why. That was me personally, right? So in that time, I, uh, I just really started digging like you into my faith, into seeking God, into the Bible, into understanding about myself, what, what is going on? Because I had a lot of childhood trauma and I found a book called, uh, um, the, the Bible cure for anxiety and depression, I think it's called, and it's a doctor who wrote it, but he's talking about natural supplements, um, essential oils, different foods that help your brain process your, um, excuse me, your serotonin and neurotransmitters. And that's what I did. I just kind of dived into that and I changed my diet. And so for me, I kind of went the route of natural supplements that Mm -hmm. I still take and, you know, different things to help me. And that's, that's what I began to do to really get to the place where like, because I was so tired of, and of course I still went to therapy, but I was so tired of what you said. I didn't feel like I was normal. So I share that because I, I want the women out there to know also that like, just because you may be in that season right now where you're so depressed and you think you're always going to be like that. No, there is hope for you, you know, and I'm not. And and please, I don't want anyone to think that I said, don't take your antidepressants, because that's not what I said. I am not a therapist and I am not a doctor, but this is what happened in my life. That's my story with God. That was a God thing that I had to really, really hear his voice to to do that. So if there's anyone listening who's feeling like, man, I'm depressed, you have to get to the root of that. You have mm-hmm. you, I do always tell people you need to go to therapy <laughs> like you have to get yeah. to the root of that and you have to get out of your comfort zone. And by that, I mean, force yourself, you know, to fight for yourself. So that's and that's. Yeah. Scary to fight for oh, yourself. Yeah. That thought alone, because what do you mean fight for myself? Like I'm supposed to be fighting for everybody else. I'm supposed to be taking care of everybody else. And it's hard when it comes to mental health, because it's not something people see physically yeah. on you. Like it's not a visible thing. And just like you, I've been told you got to pray or it's all in your head or, you know, you got to put on music or you got to go exercise or you got to put on brighter clothes or, you know, and it's like, yeah, I've been told that you can't, don't wear I'm black. Sorry, don't wear girl. Brown. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh at that, but that's, it's, it's funny how people try to help you and you're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, if it was that easy, I would have just bought a whole bunch of pastel colors and just put them on one day. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's funny sorry, because <laughs> it's a legit, it's like, people are being told it. And again, some of, a lot of the times people are telling you because 
they don't know what else to say because they're not affected by it. And and then again, now you feel again, shame, shamed because you're like, they probably think I'm just making this up. They probably think that I'm seeking attention. So yeah. no, it's not that. It's just that it's so hard when you are lost in your own mind and the mind is so powerful that it could literally cripple you. I remember when it got to a point that I was like, okay, because like I said, I battled depression and anxiety my whole life. And I knew something was off with this. Oh, like I, I I always, always say, oh, I'm OCD. I'm OCD. Mm -hmm. But when it got to a point, the worst it was, I literally felt like I was in a box. Like I felt trapped because my mind had made it that I was fearful of everything. And I was so sad that I actually started to think, I just want to go to sleep because I don't want to feel like this no more. And yeah, I will get up and I will go to work and I will be functioning at work and I'll have my good moments and I'll have my bad moments that they people could see. So they would think it's just jazz being jazz. But inside I was dying. Wow. I was so sad. I was so lost. I felt worthless. And there he was, that voice again, because he was popping in and out of my, (laughs) well, not even popping in and out. It just feels like there were times where I heard his voice louder than other times. And at that point where I started to think that, I just want to go to sleep. I just heard him. I just heard him say, no, 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 no. No. And then all of a sudden things started happening. I found myself in treatment. I found myself in a treatment program that was extremely hard to get into that specialized specifically with my condition to get specialized treatment with my OCD. Things that people never have the opportunity to go to and it's very expensive. It was, it was all of a sudden planted in front of me. Wow. And I just dove into it because I knew, yes, I was getting the treatment from the therapist, but I knew he made it possible for me to get this treatment because I was at my lowest and he was there showing me that he was right there beside me. And so I had to put in the work. I had to do what I needed to do to climb out of it and start to love myself because he loves me and I'm special. And I have to, to figure out from my own, why is it that he thinks I'm so special? And I have to give myself that chance and climb out of my comfort zone. And and no, I don't want to please everybody. And no, I don't want to wash my hand 5,000 times before I eat this sandwich. Wow. And no, I don't want to stop my daughter from playing in the playground because I think she's going to be sick. No, I want to live. I want to have joy. I, wa- I want to experience life the way that he meant for me to experience it. And from there on, it's like we spoke about before. It was just like this freeing feeling. Wow. And now I want to share with everyone. I want to tell every everybody. People be like, girl, you're so brave. You're telling your story. <laughs> and I'm like, brave. <laughs> no, I want everyone around me to know that this is real and people go through it and you don't have to be ashamed of it. And I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone so that you can know it's okay in your time to push yourself out of your comfort zone so that you don't feel alone that you can push yourself to be the best of who you want yourself to be 
people around us are not always going to understand that. Like you said, they like to keep you in a box. You mentioned mm-hmm. earlier about people liking to keep you yeah. in where they can fit you. Yeah. So even if they genuinely care about you and love you and say, I want you to get better, there's still that part of them that is like, but I like you this way because this yeah. is what I know. So if you start to expand, they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jazz, <clears throat> I know you said like brave. Girl, you are brave because it's, it's, and it is a God thing, I think, when you finally get to that place where you're like, look, I don't care. I'm going to share this with you because, because somebody needs it. Right. And I just, I didn't really know that part of your OCD. Like we've talked and we've had other conversations, Mm -hmm. but I think that you sharing that is so powerful because there's probably some other uh, jazz out there who's washing her hands 5,000 times. And she will hear you say that, you know, God intended for her to live a different life, a, a, a life that he intended, right? Not not what she's been living. And so I I just, you know, want to thank you for for being transparent and, and doing that. And I know I know your mission is to empower other women. And so, you know, that's such a special purpose that God has for you because man, we, we just go through things and we hide, we hide through our struggle. And I wanted to touch on like, like for those out there listening who maybe, maybe they're not people of faith. They're not Christians. You know, maybe there's a woman out there that's like, I don't, I don't do that church stuff. You know, one, one of the things is that I think a lot of Christians, and I'm going to say this, and if people get mad at me, it's, it's all good. You don't have to listen to me anymore. But one of the problems I think is that a lot of Christians have misrepresented God, right? Mm -hmm. They try to put on the righteous mask. Like I'm good. I'm saved. I'm clean. I'm washed. I'm perfect now. And don't even get me started, girl. Well, I'm, I'm being real because, you know, Christians like to, well, my sin ain't that bad, but you just had a really, really lustful thought. So, you know, so just stuff like that, that I just kind of want to point on that, like you and I are women of faith, right? We Mm -hmm. consider ourselves women of faith who love God and and we walk with God. And so we're not perfect. And so if, if, and I say this, I say this a lot, I've been saying this a lot lately because of the things that I've seen and experienced in my life. If you see someone who claims to know God and they're acting perfect and they're condemning you and judging you for for whatever it is, I just want to tell that listener that you need to stay away from that person. Run. Even, even if, <laughs> yes, yes, girl. Even if they are someone very close to you, you're going to have some, have to create some boundaries because that's not who God is. That's not who God is. He doesn't, he helps us. He's patient with us, right? That's not the God that I know <laughs> the God that I know saved me from suicide, you know, yep. the God that, you love. know, took away your OCD. So he's a God who frees us, not puts us in a box. He frees us and he, he takes us to places that we never, ever thought possible. So I just wanted to touch on that, but, um, and you know what, mm-hmm. he, he has us go through these things so that we can be used as testimonies to how great his, his power is. Yeah. Because how would we, how would, how would we know? Right. How would we be able to, people would it be able to know how amazing he is if 
we don't talk about the dark times that he let us out of. Yeah. Right? That's how he shows who he is. Everybody is searching for something. And that's why I would say my, my pastor says that. He says everybody in church is broken. They're all searching. The only difference is that they are aware somewhat that they're broken. And so they've come to a place to hopefully find resolution. But to sit there in church and think that you're perfect, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Because if you're a Christian, you that's the first thing they tell you. You are a sinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That that is the, they tell you that every Sunday. <laughs> that, that's where we go there. And and you know, the church just I just I guess from podcasting and and knowing Christian podcasters that are using their platform to teach the word and stuff like that. But um, I went to a Christian conference. It's actually going to happen again this year. So I'm going to give them a shout out. But they're they're called Spark Spark Collective, and they had a message the last kind of session that said that podcasting was a new pulpit because we're we are literally and this is for all podcasters. You're using the mic as a powerful tool, and so I look at podcasting or even like just the digital space as like the church is not anymore the four walls. The church can literally be your microphone, right? Your ministry can literally be digitally. How many, I mean, you see it because you're on Instagram. How many Instagram people do you see that are out there sharing their message? You know, too many to count in so many different ways and forms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's not just it's not just Christianity. You know, it's women empowering other women. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's moms, the Instagram moms that are helping other moms. So this this generation that we live in is is so cool. Everything that that I see happening. And so I just kind of wanted to say that because we think the church is four walls like. That's the only way we can make impact. And if that's what anyone has told anyone listening out there, that your impact can only be in the church. Um, I'm just going to say it, that it's not true because God has a special, unique purpose for, for each and one, each one of us. Like I can't talk about OCD. That's not my <laughs> thing. That's Jazz's thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty of, of God. So anyway, and part of Christianity, Christianity is discipling. This yeah. is just a, a, a whole other different way of being able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of people that we can reach. Yes. And also, too, I'm a firm like I'm so passionate about letting people know that Christian are real people. Um, we're regular people that just do regular things and just like you go through everyday challenges um, for for our platform at Mama's, one of the Mama's Cocktail Hour, what I love is that we're giving a little taste of the everyday woman struggling in different ways. Like I'm very big on faith, mm-hmm. but I'm also showing that, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I like to have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Christian, but I have a husband and we do have, you know what I'm saying? Like we are intimate, <laughs> like we are going to talk about certain <laughs> things that like yeah. it's, it's not taboo because that is a gift that he gave yeah. us, you know, to have with our husbands, our spouses. Yeah. Like we're still, we're still people. Yeah. Right. And I think it's important because a lot of people are like, oh, if I become a, you know, into my faith, then I have to stop living. Yeah. No. In reality, 
it's showing you how to live more, how to experience joy and yeah. true happiness. Um, when I was in deep in deep with my OCD and my depression, that's what I lacked. Like I, I wanted to just joy. Like, do you know, like just yeah. they I wanted to be able to just sit somewhere and just be like happy for no reason. Maybe because my coffee <laughs> tasted extra good. Or like watching a program or like even coloring with my daughter. Like I wanted joy. And that comes in so many different forms. But you got to open up your heart to it. And that's what my faith has done to me. It's just opened up my world in a whole different way and allowed me to now step out of my comfort zone. I love it because, you know, um, the 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 whole mission of this podcast of the Fearless Mujeres, um, you know, empowering women to give themselves permission to be who God created them to be. So you literally are just like you gave yourself permission to like experience true joy and true freedom and I just wanted to say one thing you you were like talking about your joy but the problem that we have because you know we're, we're gonna start talking about getting out of our comfort zone and connecting mm-hmm. with other women but the problem that I'll say we because I think we've all done this once or twice or maybe more than once mm-hmm. How many women are comparing themselves to the joy of other women? How many women are comparing themselves to like, my husband doesn't do that. (laughs) Well, God didn't give you her husband. (laughs) God gave gave you your work. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I think that when women are so caught up in comparing themselves, they're taking away from the, the uniqueness that God placed inside of them. But they're also not giving themselves a chance to like get to know the other person. Like when I see another girl that's podcasting, I'm like, wow, you know. And then when I see she's a faith, I'm like, wow, you know. And then there's those people that you're like, wow. Like we were just saying this before we recorded. Like Jazz, I think we're friends now. Like, <laughs> you're like I need to get your number. Like, <laughs> you know. And so, and I felt very comfortable telling you that. Jazz, I am a mess this morning. <laughs> You're yeah, like, girl, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Take your time. I'm always a mess. I'm a disaster. <laughs> um, I appreciate that. And that just makes me, that just makes me like, yeah, Jazz, I want in my circle because um, if I can say that to you, that I'm a mess and you're okay with it. And, and hey, I just have to say, dude, you're like, you're like ride or die. You were like, I'm like, hold on. Okay. Hold on. We got to log back on. <laughs> You're like, okay. I'm like, okay. All right, girl. I was like, <laughs> someone else might have been like, this girl's not even prepared. Like her connections all messed up. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just laughing because I feel like um, people see like what you're, what you may be doing, but there's all these things that happen and you're like, oh, it's a hard, it's hard. <laughs> and like for, for when you said about like, you know, you see other women that are doing the same thing and you're, and you light up because you're like, oh, this is great. Like more of us, like women empowerment. And like, it's so true because like with me and my girls, like we're at this point, we want to celebrate. Like, this is a legit thing. And I say this all the time. We're not just on here spitting like whatever it is we think that people want to hear to just get some like, like we are truly on a mission to live whatever it is that we're, we're putting out there. And 
we still genuinely support women who are trying to empower themselves, mm-hmm. who are trying to live their best lives, who are trying to be out there productive and breaking down barriers and just living their best life. Whether it be that you you want to be a stay-at-home mom or you want to be the CEO or anything mm-hmm. in between, whatever makes you happy. And I think we need to start being more open when we are like that with each other because it'll show other women that it's okay. We don't all got to be best friends, mm-hmm. but we need to be real with each other. With each other, And if we need to applaud for somebody, we applaud for them. It doesn't take nothing away from you yeah. at all. At all. And when I saw, when I came across you, I was like, holy goodness gracious. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, I called I call my girl, called Zayn Elise, and I was like, you got to listen to this. Like, she's us. She's, she's saying what we're saying. And I was like, I need to connect with her. Because we're stronger together. Yeah. And I'm going to be supporting you all the time. I'm going to be putting your stuff up on my stories because (laughs) I want other people that even though they may not connect with me 100%, you could be saying something that connects with them 100%. So if I have the ability to bring you to them and let you guys connect, even if it's just by posting you on my stories, why not? What is it going to take away from me if truly my purpose is to inspire and to Amen. help women empower themselves? Not. Yeah. Amen. So, Thank you for that. But, you know, I think as Latinas, you know, this is the fearless mujer. Mm-hmm. Um, as Latinas, it's so important that we do that because, you know, we, we grow up. I'll say it. We grow up with jealousy. We grow up with, oh, look at her. Look at that hoochie over there. Excuse me. I don't even know if that's a bad word or not, but I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like we grow no, up. Girl, that's just showing, that's just showing our age. That <laughs> that's works. just, that's just showing that we're kind of from the hood. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like we grow up like that for, for some reason. It's just, I don't know why we don't grow up celebrating each other. No. Right. Like, like um, I've talked about like la gente envidiosa, which like means envious. Right. Um, but as Latinas, when you're like, dang, look at my sister over there doing her thing. Hey, come to my table. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk. Right. That's awesome. And that's how friendships grow. That's how like Jazz, I have so much more respect for you now because I had no idea that you went through OCD like that and like bad depression and I say bad depression because I had bad depression Bro, you don't know how bad the, the OCD was bad like I was putting my cell phone in bags like it was wow. bad I wasn't sitting in seats I was throwing things away it was bad wow it was bad and it, it's not you know we laugh about it oh she got OCD like no that's a very crippling that's a very crippling thing to have because you you it just traps you it does like wow that's- it's rough I mean, it's, I think that only the person who's really experienced it can understand it, but it's, it's not something that it sounds like it has you captive. And that's the fact that you, that you got free from it is so amazing. So now how do we, we're just going to talk about like, how do we get out of our comfort zone? Cause people are listening and they're like, well, how do I do that? How do I connect with other women? You got to be ready to make the first step. Um, unfortunately, we're not at a point yet in society where it's just like everybody's willing to just be like, hey, how you yeah. doing? No. Yeah. If it's something in your heart, 
you're going to have to put your big girl pants on. If you feel like you're going to connect with someone, you, you connected to someone, you're going to have to just take the first step um, and put yourself out there a little bit. Yeah. And um, I know like for us, like I said, you know, we, we spoke to each other and, and it was great because I got to meet an amazing person. Um, but I really think not being afraid of rejection. Yeah. Um, try not to take it personal. Some people are going to be open to it. Some people are not. And not giving up if it may not go your way when you finally do. Like, it's not like something you're going to be like, well, I'm going to go out of my comfort zone this one time. <laughs> and <laughs> if it doesn't work, then I'm going to go back into my shell. No, it's a process. And, yeah. and sometimes it's not going to work out. But you just keep moving and keep trying. Yeah. And it gets easier, I think. But also, um, if you don't see that happening, then you need to be intentional because if you don't see that happening, it's probably because you're naturally a leader, like you're a natural born leader. So you need to be the one that purposely says, I'm going to schedule a book club. I'm going to schedule like a Zoom thing where we can all just hang out. So there is a way that just because we're going through all this craziness, right, in our world with, I mean, I don't have to say it. People watch the news. There's a lot of messiness going on, right? So Mm -hmm. be that that woman to fill the gap for the other women. Because if you have a special story or if you have something going on, there's so many women right now that they're afraid of rejection. So they're not going to put themselves out there. But if you extend that invitation, like, hey, I really don't, we, we don't really know each other, but- if you, if you guys want to hang out, if you want to have a book club. So I think that's, I guess, because maybe that's how I am. I'm like, oh, what's going on? We need to like, we need. Cause you're a natural born leader. That's why. So, but for the woman who's, who's not like step out of your comfort zone, find those women who are doing that and don't be afraid to be rejected. And if you are rejected, just take it as, you know, okay, those, those women weren't for me because we talked about this a little bit uh, before we started recording. Uh, we think sometimes that we always have to be around the same people. Like these are my people, but that's not necessarily true because we outgrow people and mm-hmm. God takes us to new places that people People don't see the process sometimes of what God is doing behind the scenes. Just like we watch a movie, but we didn't see all the, you know, when when the actor fell down, got hurt, and they had to stop recording. You know, we don't see that. Yeah. So that's kind of, I guess, my my thinking on getting out of your comfort zone when it comes to truly connecting with other women. This is actually also the perfect season for it because of all the messiness that's been going on. Um, a lot of mostly everyone had no choice but to sit down and sit and stay still. Yeah. Uh, so the desire for personal connection uh, grew tremendously. The awareness of needing that was just like because now we we couldn't go out. We couldn't distract ourselves by doing, you know, things we would normally do, going to movies or whatever. Now you had no choice but to actually talk to people. Yeah. And you may have realized that, A, you don't have nobody to talk to. Or the people that you did have in your circle, you have nothing to talk to them of substance about. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> god. Because all the distractions were removed, right? So mm-hmm. this is actually for someone mm-hmm. who's searching um, for something like that. This is a great time to push yourself out. 
there because a lot of people are kind of in the same space, whether it's that they find themselves more in a leadership type where they want to start something, or if you're more in a, I just want to join something. This is definitely a great season because, you know, we just have to sit down for now a year. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. It's just easier to connect. Well, I I guess you could say it's harder, but I think it's easier because like, hey, girl, you want to Zoom? Okay, let's do it. You know, so for me, I think I like Zoom. (laughs) Um, But Jazz, I am so thankful that you shared your time with me. You're amazing. I love that. You're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just love that. I always think when I click with someone, God brought them my way. We crossed paths because God aligned us. So I'm so grateful to know you and just to talk to you. And I know that this isn't, this is just the beginning for Jazz and me. (laughs) But um, (laughs) Jazz, tell our listeners uh, all about Mama's Cocktail Hour, where to find you, where to connect with you. Um, So Mama's Cocktail Hour started out as a podcast, but right now we're in the process of becoming so much more, more of a network. It's made up of four four women who are just basically saying, hey, uh, we want to be known more than just mamas. We are trying to figure out who we are. We're trying to break down, you know, the cultural norms and just say, we're a mess. We know you're a mess. So let's figure it out together. Uh, we do that in a lot of different forms. We still do podcasts. We do YouTube lives where we have all different type of conversations. Um, I have my Tuesday talks, which I've been doing now for the last few weeks, where I speak about my personal experiences uh, revolving my faith, my mental health, my upbringing. Michaela was my first guest. I was super <laughs> excited. It was fun. <laughs> but you- it was a lot of fun, <laughs> but <laughs> you can definitely hit us up on Instagram at, at Mama's Cocktail Hour. We go on YouTube live on Fridays, 9 p.m. and Instagram live on Saturdays at 9 p.m. So look out for that. Cool. And then you have your own Instagram, right? Yes, I am at Jazz Speaks Life on Instagram. Um, there you'll find all my videos, my little motivational minutes and some fun things that I do with my daughter and my husband. So bye-bye. Follow. I love your handle. Yeah, I'm gonna put all the info in the show notes too. So, but thank you, Jazz. This was so much fun. Um, I'm gonna definitely invite you back. So uh thanks everyone. Have a wonderful day. God bless. Bless bye. Hey girl, thanks so much for joining me. It was such a pleasure hanging out with you. If this episode inspired you and empowered you, share it with the women in your life so that they can be empowered too. And could I ask you for a quick favor? It would mean the world to me if you left me a review and subscribed. That way you never miss an episode. And if you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. You can also come join the private Facebook group. Fearless Mujeres is a sisterhood and community where you're going to be empowered and inspired. And you'll find the link to that group in the show notes. And girl, let me ask you a quick question. Have you been feeling like you're not walking in your true purpose? If you're looking for guidance and clarity and support, book a free 20 minute clarity call with me. We can focus on the things that are holding you back from really walking and stepping into your God-given purpose. And girl, before you go, if you want to screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram, Facebook, that would be pretty cool. All right, girl, until next time, God bless.